Crossing Game, the official podcast of the Twin Cities Division of the National Model Railroad Association. The topics and discussions are about the world's greatest hobby, model railroading. This episode of The Crossing Gate is brought to you by Panel Line Wash. Yes, Panel Line Wash, the favorite secret tool and trick of just about everybody. Panel Line Wash is used to make your models look better, look unique, and look like you dropped it in a bucket of thin paint. Panel Line Wash has many uses. Let's hear from some actual model railroaders on how they use panel line wash. I use it on my hair as a tonic. <laughs> I put it on my pancakes. I pour it in my gas tank to increase mileage. It adds zest to my martinis. I hand it out to the neighborhood kids at Halloween. Works great for clearing clogged drains. I've never heard of this stuff. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> So get yourself a bottle or two of panel line wash. Heck, pick up an economy gallon-sized jug. You'll find a use for it eventually. And here are your hosts, Thomas Gazier and Ken Zuskow. Thank you, guys. Ken, we're going to discuss the modeler's retreat here. And tonight we're joined by Joe Binish. Hello. David Hamilton. Howdy. We got William Sampson Jr. How's it going? Greg Dahl. Hello. And Dan Dosa. Hey. And so we'll start with you, Joe. What did you think of the Modelers Retreat? What did you like? I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's great to get out and see people again. I enjoyed the modeling. There's some fantastic stuff going on there. N scale stations, HO scale freight cars, big long passenger trains. That's what I got. David? Donuts were pretty good. Donuts were Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Their sprinkles were all gone. Do, do you put panel line wash on those? On the donuts? Was no, not on a donut. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> detail. Yeah, see all the sprinkles. <laughs> that was optional. You had to do that yourself. Okay. Can't do everything for you. So, Ken, what did you think being the ringmaster of this circus? Uh, I, you know, I, it might sound strange, but I'm really glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. So, I was really pleased. We had, a lot of great people here, a lot of fun, a lot of people I had not met before, and we were able to connect people to each other. People had talked to me about, gee, I'd like to get started doing operations, and we connected them to people that operate. It's really what the division's all about, is connecting people and making a great community in model railroading. So I, I'm very, very successful. William? Um, I think collectively it's probably the people that came and we have guys coming up with Scott Thornton coming from Mitoscale Engineering. Yay. Mike Ostertag coming out from Green Bay, Wisconsin. So we got guys coming from a ways out. And uh, I think everybody from prototype side of things, so talking to guys that are actual engineers, that information is always important for the non-engineer you know, engineer types. Uh, so that's one of the biggest things. And the one I found the most enamoring was that guy that had the station that had uh, some of the panel washers. Oh, that was nice. That was fantastic. That was I, got, I got to learn more about that. that was, did you ask him? <laughs> a little bit. All he right. seemed like a know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, William, did the actual engineers teach you how to use the F1 button? No. no. It was just the e-brick. Greg, what did you um, it was good. I, I, in fact, I don't even think I got to see everything or talk to a lot of. There's some people I never even talked to that were here. Um, 
I think they didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to thank Ken for the deluxe package, which put my table as far from Joe's. <laughs> yeah, that's next to 10 bucks. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so, very good. Dan, you know, I thought it was the best models retreat we've had here. You know, the crowd was wonderful. We had great energy. A lot of skilled modelers. We had some younger people come, which was really wonderful because we need them. They're the lifeblood of a hobby. People were chatting, interacting, sharing, discussing. I just I found it to be absolutely a fabulous event. Ken, thank you. I know you worked very hard to pull this one together. To everyone else that worked at it, thank you. This was like I said, I, I was just kind of blown away by it. Dan and I also, this was the week uh, Scale Trades came out with their new SDL 39, and there seemed to be some issues. Did anyone else say, well, Dan, being a clinical psychologist, we thought we'd offer therapy. So if you wanted to write to us about your SDL 39, it cost you a buck. And Dan, how much money did we make? Uh, I think we were up to uh, about $463 last year. And keep in mind, that's not you come in great for a dollar. It's one great. One, one dollar. <laughs> so, so basically, we can now buy an SDL 39. And then we can, but we can't afford to break about it. We haven't got that much money. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's kind of interesting. Did anyone, any of you guys attend the clinics? How are those? I did not. I was too busy sitting at my table and talking to people. Yeah, you were making things. Did you ever finish? Uh, well, I ran out of materials because I planned for it. But I got a lot done. So the, the basic box is together and it's ready to be detailed. All right, so you made the box it comes in, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> it came in plastic bags. Oh. Anybody yes. else? <laughs> William? Joe, Jerry? What do you mean? I went to, to Scott's clinic. That was, that was fabulous, beyond you know, my expectations. One of Scott has any, like, where's the best source to see some of Scott's work? Is it your Facebook page? Yes. So it, the Facebook page that Scott has, is it under just Scott Thornton, or is it under your railroad? You can just search uh, Mylon Branch of the Iowa Interstate, and you'll find it. So it's Mylon Branch of the Iowa Interstate, M-I-L-A-N, for Mylon. But what you're seeing is uh, he did actually some lighting effects that was quite fascinating. How you have LED lights that change across his railroad to show that cloud movement. If anybody has any interest in seeing that type of stuff, go to Scott's page to see that effect, because it's... Making us all look bad. <laughs> yeah. I gotta tear up my whole nail. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. You burned down a lot of nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big part of it is seeing what these guys are doing. And, you know, Scott's, you're innovating and thinking differently. And a graphic designer, both are on the same page. We think outside the box all the time. So coming up with some of this stuff is, it's not necessarily groundbreaking in our mind. We just think something and say, I want to see if I can make this happen. And you guys have the ability, and everybody has the skills within the community to touch base with people. But Mike Oster takes case, he's tearing his down and just starting over. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering how many ties are actually in your railroad that you had a distress by hand. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't even. Don't even go there. That brings back a lot of painful memories. Oh. But pretty impressive. It is impressive. I was able to sit in on most of the presentations. And we were really fortunate because we had amazing pre presenters this year. Oh, we always do, but just really great. So from Mike Jordan, Clark Probst, Scott, Doug Harding, 
Bob Rivard. It was just fantastic presentations. I was able to walk around to a lot of different tables and ask people how to do that. Did you notice, Tom, that how many different people brought things that were partially built or took the top off something so you could see how they installed the, the coder? I mean, that was really, that was priceless. Yeah. I think that's the positive thing of meets like this is showing someone a model or project halfway through. You know, everybody can present this, you know, but that's the show award, but how did you get there? And I, I really like when people bring something that's in progress. You know, Mike bring his scale engines, that lovely depot when somebody was making, and everything else. Well, how did you get there? Now I can see the styrene or the 3D printer, where you had to make cuts yeah. and things like that. So I end like, oh, Joe, how do you get these resin kits? He's grinding one out in front of me, so. Did you finish it, Joe? No, no, we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Whenever you talk, Joe, I just like this. I get a lot of that. It's <laughs> Tuesday right now. So what, what would you guys want? To, like, we had a social Friday night, right? Yes, we did. And we had, we had a good crowd for that, too. Yep. And we, had, we had slides that weren't slides. <laughs> <laughs> they were digital slides. They were, oh, they're twenty-first century slides. I don't know. It, it was great. I, you know, I, I was so full of panel line wash at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was half blind, so it, it was a good night. I don't know how I got home. Now we also had a uh, auction, a ticket auction. Amazing prizes donated. The room was full. How did we do on that? Was that a good turnout for the division? Or? Yeah, the division did quite well, Dave. Uh, good. Yeah, very good, Dave. Only. One of the jobs you gave. Anything else you guys want to notice or say about the, the retreat that you like or hope to see? Yeah, there's something I want to say, if you don't mind. Just, yeah. is for, for the people that are listening, if you haven't come to one of these either here or, or in your area, take the chance. Go. Don't be afraid. Oh, my work isn't good enough. I can't possibly show this. Those other people are going to be so much better than me. Do it. Get out of here. Be part of the community. We need you. You're welcome. And we're not here to judge and beat anybody, uh, except Joe, of course. Which I accept, thank you. <laughs> but that, I agree 100% with Dan. Uh, I've been to the RPM down in Chicago for years and years and years, and there was never any, oh, that's not good enough, you can't bring that in here. It was always... You know, if you did this, you might get a little better. Or, you know what, that's a beautiful model. And, I, and uh, to Tom's point about the people bringing things that aren't complete or in progress, that's fantastic. The worst thing that's going to happen is it's going to turn out to be somebody's, you know, submarine project. But, the trash can or something. Yeah, right. But seeing the models as they're being built is really instructive to everyone else, and it's a lot of fun. Yes. So I'll, I want to ask the audience, maybe shout out. How did you guys hear about this? Because it's one of these always under the radar events. And I think we advertise, you know, on the podcast and Facebook and maybe YouTube. Did anyone, how did you guys hear about it? I was threatened by Ken Zesko. Well, that too. <laughs> Don't you're not supposed to say that. I'm not supposed to say that. You're not giving you $20 now. Again. It was suggested to me by another modeler who said, you know, we're looking for younger guys to, to kind of present. And uh, Ken was a big help helping me figure out, you know, what it was all about. You know, I've never been to one of these before, what to bring and what to do. And, yeah, the picture of what you did looks great. Bring that, you know. And 
So your first time here, how did it, what did you think? Was it what you expected or more or less or more? This was awesome. Wow. I okay. met a whole bunch of people, um, picked up new techniques, uh, got ideas. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a blast. I'm definitely going to make an attempt to nice. see my situation. You can't always guarantee that I'm going to be back next year, but I'm definitely going to try. And then in the room again, like collectively, how many of you guys first timer? Oh, so, yeah. Well, even of the first well, time, even of the first time, how many of you guys brought models? Oh, well. So, yeah. And that's a big part of it, is seeing the stuff that each guy is doing. I know Paul Batowski and Corey, those guys are doing freelance stuff. And to see a railroad of lies like Tom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> To have stuff that's convincing and to see what other guys are doing, I think uh, you know you also did as well, John. Is having it detailed in such a way that you're taking a railroad of lies and making it look believable, and that's that exchange of information that all of us have. And to be able to see that it doesn't have to be a prototype to be at a modeler's meet like this. It can be a freelance. It can be you know S scale. They even let S scalers in here. Wait. So. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon told me that we actually, we actually had three of the five SKUs in our. 66% of all SKUs were at the modulars or two. Ken's what I know. Seven. Seven. Wow. Look at here. Seven here. You had seven SKUs in the same room. Oh, wow. Me, myself, and I don't count. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have seven SKUs, that means there's two clubs? Is that what you're no, that's amazing that your first time you're like, what is it like? But you bring a model that's, I can't appreciate that enough. Yeah. You know what, one of the things too, it's like, you know, I realized that uh, somebody brought that proto throttle and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I saw that SDL 39 in bandit scheme and it was gorgeous yeah. and I, I just feel my my wallet growing thinner and thinner, and thinner. <laughs> so you say this is really expensive you do it uh well it was it could be don't tell my wife those yeah. are those are what i just make 20 dollars okay. yeah okay sure <laughs> 20 bucks for it yeah this, this could cost you money but i think the knowledge that you can even, even if you're not modeling what someone else is in front of me. And like I said, I, I found it odd. I, I worked so hard on those commercial box cars, but everybody wanted to talk about the palm tree I just threw together this week. <laughs> that was really cool. Though. It was cool. I that just wanted to amazing. see what a cricket could do, and I'm like, I'll make a palm tree for Mike Jordan. Well, send me some pieces out of it. I don't need one, but I'll give no, it to Mike. You can hide it in the woods like these. Yeah, right. One palm tree in northern Minnesota. <laughs> Um, then the Fremo guys were here. Did anybody go around and see that? What did you guys think of the wonderful Fremo module? Very nice. That was a lot of fun, and it was fun to see uh, trains running, and I kept asking them, okay, when are you going to operate and start earning some revenue here? <laughs> yeah. but, and, and they did. They, they ran, uh, they actually had some things that operated. And I saw one of the scale train uh, turbos on there that was pretty interesting. So again, watching the wheels run, talking to people that are modelers. If you didn't have fun, you just weren't trying. Yeah. So. You know, actually, if if you didn't have fun, you had to try not to have fun. 
You had to work at that. There was, it was just great. I didn't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But on the Fremo side of things, what was neat is uh, a younger modeler, 17-year-old Silas came yeah. and operated, and I came out of the, uh, the back room, actually the front room, and he was excited. He goes, I, was, I just operated the Fremo layout. And I says, hey, that's cool. And he says, well, you know, I said, do you operate that much? He says, well, not that much, but I'd like to learn and do more. And even talking about operations a little bit with all of us, he said Joe kindly had thrown out that he'd be willing to help him out. And I think that's a big part of learning operations, being at a thing like this, seeing the Fremo setup, seeing the other railroads that guys have, and all of that combined brings together the opportunities to go over and see somebody else's railroad. Because a kid like Silas, 17 years old, Where's he going to have the connections to these guys that have all these railroads? We know some of the guys, but he comes into something like this, and there he's got the opportunity to do so. And you know, that's a great way to be able to meet people. Yeah. Yes. Now we just have to set the hook. Yeah, we have to set the hook. Yeah. Well, once he has the promo throttle on his hand, he'll be a dick. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, there's that too. He's going to have to save up for it. Yeah, then you, then you hand him the 60 car cards and get to work. <laughs> I, I hope you guys made some new friends. I had people writing down their addresses and things want to come over, and I was handing out cards. So hopefully in the fall when we crank up operations again, layout tours, we can find some new rooms, find some new memory. Yeah, absolutely. Greg, anybody else got anything to say when we wrap this up? I, I was just going to mention to Ken, in the past we've had two clinics per hour or so. Yep. I think you can get by with one. I think the clinics today were so good. Right. And people were saying, I can't even get to all the clinics. Yeah. Well, see, that's really the reason that I only did one is I found, and I was reinforced today, there are a lot of people that are torn from coming from the displays and the conversations to sit in a clinic. And if you try to put Scott Thornton against, scheduled against Bob Rivard or against Clark or... Are they going to actually like fight each other? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's a grudge match. Then people might show up to watch that. I don't buy a ticket and see that. <laughs> actually, what I think they would do is come and pummel me for being so stupid and, and put in the two against each other. Yeah. I'd see that too. I, yeah, I, I actually yeah. that one. They would actually sponsor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm hurt by that. I also enjoyed the people brought history. We had wonderful maps and history, and Brian brought the modules he's actually building of the Atwood on the Minneapolis Northville and Southern, and he had all the history of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's not just trains, but it was, it was history and learning. And, and I think, you know, one of my rules is always, there's always something I can learn from any layout I go to, any modeler I talk to, I'm learning something. And was was great because I could see the concept, I could see conceptually where he's coming from and, and where where this layout is going. And to me, that's a hard thing to show. I guess, you know, people look at a model. But when you start talking about layout design, conceptualizing this, you know, those are cool things to learn about also. Well, before, uh, since we've got the group of people in front of us, how many of you guys collectively brought models? I know I asked the first timers, but how many people collectively brought models, including those first timers? And we're, I mean, I'm in the group as well. I think our whole group did. Yeah. But it's, 
it's that opportunity to be able to share those differences that techniques that you might be trying or allow somebody to learn about the decoder buddy and see that it's a pretty simple thing to do once you've seen it firsthand. If you want to actually handle a Progo throttle and try switching with it and see the experience, those experiences that you're able to swap and exchange, if it happens in hand, it's a lot better than just trying to look at a magazine or watch a video and say, well, you know, I wish I had one of those. But now Dan came over to my place Thursday night to have some more of this program. And I said, if I program, take the throttle and you operate. And he did, and as he went along, became more addicted to using the slower pace <laughs> operations, smaller space, so your railroad doesn't have to be an empire, can be in a smaller space that you're able to work with. And I think collectively, the panel here and the group that's in the audience, we all have such a wide range of experiences that you can at least exchange and connect with somebody that you can have that exchange of what works and what doesn't. Yes, Joe? Did Dan do a better job operating than David I did? Well, did Dan have a car on its side at a certain point? In that was not my point. Well? Yeah. <laughs> the question I was going to ask is, did you, did you shove a car off the end of the track because the track was too short? That's what I Are thought. you asking for a friend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave was the conductor. Wait a minute. The track was too short? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think I think both collectively, so Dave and Joe had the opportunity to operate the high watt district, and then Dan did as well. The the paces and difference in scale, they had two against one, and the one actually held his own. So it was complimentary to both of you guys. You're well on your own. That really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think we certainly so. Okay. I tried to compliment both of you, but it indirectly backfired and I insulted you too. <laughs> well, and having worked on, on Tom's layout, just, just don't ask me to count to 10. That's right. I, don't, I don't know how to do that. That's a big number. But also, I have to show, like Dan brought his Hawkins layout, and I was talking into my poster tag about smaller layouts. You don't need a 40 by 60 room. I appreciate the people who build them, but I don't want to. But you can build something like the Hawkins layout to keep you occupied for a couple hours. Well, Mike shared the um, Sergeant Couplers. I'd never seen him working oh, yeah. in person, and he showed that to me, and I thought, I mean, that's an addicting little method <laughs> itself. Don't do it. Well, I, I'm not going to say that. You're welcome. I'm trying to just add in a little element that I've never seen a product like that in action to actually see it functioning was pretty cool just in itself. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because that's too many cars and too many little balls and all that stuff happening. But for S-scale, and what you're doing, in Mike's case, is a perfect example of small, and then adding that little intricacy that says so much more about the space you're working with. That and also, there was the, uh, the T-track layout. And you kind of think, okay, this is just kind of, you know, you and the track put together, and I was taking videos, and the train went by, and it was making sounds. I'm like, how do you get sound in an end scale? I'm complaining about each other. Then the cattle car and the chicken car went by, and it was clucking, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is that scale. So, you know, there's, even though you're just in T-Track, you could have higher tech operations and things like that. And it grew the whole did, weekend. Did it? Well, for last night it was four, and the next time I looked it was eight. So if we go to now, the end of the month, we can go to the world. They're like rabbits. Exactly. <laughs> Put two sections together and they'll breathe. <laughs> David was sneaking in modules when we were looking. I think so. Hopefully that was it. Every time you walk by, it's different. The picture moves or something. All right, everybody good? You guys had fun? Yep. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Everybody, thank you, everybody say thank you and goodbye, and we'll wrap it up. Thank it's you good. and goodbye. Thank you and goodbye. Good night, Grace. Good night, Grace.
You've been listening to The Crossing Gate, the official podcast of the Twin Cities Division of the NMRA. You can find us on Facebook in our group, the Twin Cities Division of the NMRA. You can email us at tcdnmra at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe for future podcasts. And now, a great from the curmudgeon. All right, who's a curmudgeon coming at you? Well, they're right for the pod. When it comes to these modelers, me, I'm telling you right now, there's way too many people that are complimenting each other. Curmudgeon needs a little more gripe. Well, I started wandering around that old pot, that place, and I started checking things out. I thought, these are some nice novels, but I'm not able to gripe and complain until I got by this table and said, you can gripe, gripe about the SDL 39 for a dollar, and that curmudgeon was home. I'm telling you right now, that's what it comes down to. I need a little more gripe than The modelers meet, and that's the curmudgeon's gripe of the pot. Thank you guys for putting up with